Now, I am pleased to welcome our sponsor to the stage, Salesforce Chief Equality Officer, Tony Profit. Good evening, everyone. Yeah, so for those of you that are watching remotely, hopefully you can get the sense of the energy in this room. It's packed standing room only, and it's going to be a tremendous, tremendous evening that we have in store for you. And it's on behalf of Salesforce, it's my incredible privilege and honor to welcome you to the proceedings this evening. You know, at Salesforce, we believe in equality and the equal value of every human life. And we also believe that businesses can be a great platform for change. But we like to take those opportunities. We really treasure those opportunities where we can celebrate those iconic leaders and heroes that are also using their platform to make society a better place. And tonight is one of those occasions. We're going to hear from two iconic leaders on the work they're doing to give back and to invest in their communities, our communities, and empowering that next generation of leaders. You know, we know that every child deserves great equal access to a quality education. And I'm really, really, truly inspired by the work that these two are doing through their foundation, Eat, Learn, and Play. I'm a supporter. I hope by the end of the evening, we all are supporters in this room and the work that they're doing to help serve communities around the Bay Area. You're in store for a great treat. I would like you to give your warm welcome to restaurateur, philanthropist, and co-founder of Eat, Learn, and Play Foundation, Aisha Curry, and entrepreneur, philanthropist and co-founder of Eat, Learn, Play Foundation, Steph Curry, and our moderator for this evening, Michelle Miao, who's the host of KBCW, Michelle Miao Show. Welcome to the stage. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for that kind intro. Oh, man. <laughs> well... Welcome, and uh, look at all these people who are here just for me. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny because no matter how many times we do this, I feel like I always have nerves. So nervous, but I feel like that's a good thing because when you're passionate about something, it's good to be a little bit nervous. It's good to make yourself a little uncomfortable, so... Thank you all for coming today to watch, <laughs> watching us be uh, nervous and yeah. uncomfortable, but yeah. passionate, <laughs> which is what matters. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, you know, she's nervous. Like, what am I? <laughs> but um, I'm really excited to talk about Eat, Learn, Play. I mean, just learning about the foundation. You just started this foundation not too long ago. I think it's less than a year, but you've already done some work, and the work is incredibly empowering. But the one thing that I got out from all that work that you're thinking of doing and the vision and all that's behind the organization or the foundation is that there's a lot of love. Mm-hmm. And so I thought while we get into this talk is just to start with the inspiration behind this foundation. And I imagine that you know, it comes from a whole lot of love. Yeah. For sure. I think... Uh... You know, we all have the ability to make an impact. Um, we all are part of the community, no matter where we come from, what our background is. And I think <clears throat> Aisha and I have been blessed uh, to be around families that put service and, and give back and community as a priority um, growing up as kids. And so we saw that example and we had no idea what our life would be like at this point, you know, obviously uh, or growing up in Toronto or growing up in Charlotte, uh, you know, coming out here and being a Bay Area residents for the last 11 years. And this is now our home. Um, yeah. <clears throat> very, very proud to say that. But in yeah. terms of uh, just the opportunity to create uh, impact of our own and to tr- hopefully make a difference on whatever level. Uh, that's always been a part of our, our, our life, and, and I think we've done a lot of uh, great things, you know, kind of individually as we've gone through the years. And the inspiration behind Eat, Learn, Play was taking our collective passions um, and, and interests uh, and bringing it together, leveraging the amazing resources that we have, the, the community and, and, and the people that are, are of like mind, and really, really, you know, amplifying that impact um you know while we have the chance to kind of springboard it now and and hopefully in the future it, it does amazing work and like you said it's been it's been a, an amazing ride so far you know 
less than a year, uh, you know, fully functioning and running. But uh, it's just been amazing to see the re- the response and 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 the stories of people that are in the community doing amazing work that we get to help you know share their stories and 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 lift up as well. So. Uh, it's been awesome, and uh, we obviously have a huge team around us that has ma- helped make this a possibility for sure. Yeah, I think. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like I've said it time and time again, but I think the whole ethos and um, reasoning behind this is it truly does take a village to raise a child, and you hear it time and time again, um, and it's facts. And sometimes people just don't have that village there to support them. So mm-hmm. really. The, the whole mindset of behind Eat, Learn, Play um, is to just be that village for people that need the help, um, whoever that may be. So Let's go into the, the three pillars. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, eat, there's eat, and then there's learn, there's play. We'll start with eat and your work behind that vision. And in, in, you talk a lot about uh, food insecurity mm-hmm. and how that impacts the youths of America. I mean, at, the numbers are really high, mm-hmm. but just California alone is nearly 2 million you know, uh, children who experience food insecurity. In Alameda County, that translates to over 55,000 kids who experience food insecurity. For you, you know, it, it's a huge impact. Not not every day people wake up and they and they think about, you know, hungry kids. Yeah. And when you think about some of the major issues that impact our society today, right? Sometimes kids get looked over. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and it's 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 not because people don't care; it's because people don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why we're so ex- excited and honored to be able to, um, share, eat, learn, play with everybody and raise awareness for it because it's such a solvable issue. Um, I feel like, you know, put in simple fractions. So here in the Bay area alone, um, it's one in four children from the, uh, Oakland public school system go to school hungry or have experienced hunger in some way, shape or form. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, before we even started eat, learn, play, um, was doing a ton of work with no kid hungry, um, trying to raise, raise awareness for that. Um, and it's gotten better, but it hasn't ended and that's devastating. And so the goal here with eat is to, um, you know, ensure that all of the kids are getting uh, access to healthy nutrition, um, so that they can thrive. So that's really the premise behind it. Um, it's partnering up with with the people around us who are already doing great things because that's, you know, there are a ton of um, organizations out there doing amazing work. A lot of people just haven't heard of them. So it's, you know, taking the strength that we have, joining forces with people and amplifying it. Mm-hmm. One of you know we're gonna clap at everything they say. Pretty Y'all much, are, the best, this is the best crowd ever. It's yeah. just like yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> so energized. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's keep doing it. <laughs> the, the thing I learned that inspired me the most, and you know, there are a lot of foundations out there, and mm-hmm. you know, um, folks w- with the kind of platform that you have 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 foundations. But with Eat, Learn, Play, uh, I love this vision that you have. That it's not just a, a linear solution that you're thinking of like you know raising money and then providing services providing meals for kids you're actually thinking about it from tackling the issue and then hopefully it, there's a there's a solution behind it so you need you need some policy changes as well mm-hmm. and, and I, I wasn't sure if maybe one of you m- might even be thinking about you know running for office but i do know that that <laughs> 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 that there, there, there's uh, perhaps the, the vision is that <laughs> I feel that in theory sounds great, but I feel like he wants to keep his hair, and I would get in way too much trouble. I don't know because yeah, hearing we'll be from, silent leaders yeah, <laughs> make change behind of, the scenes. Hearing from a lot of what you say, I actually think you you would you're incredibly electable. By the way, uh, <laughs> you, would, you would win Talk to him. Talk every to him. election out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, but where I was going with that was that you know, uh, working and partnering with elected leaders is going to be a part of your vision. Absolutely. So we actually already had the opportunity um, to partner with First Lady Newsom. And it's it's been amazing, you know, just advocating for change. And the goal for me 
um, as you guys know, eat is really my laser focus. Um, um, and so just ending childhood hunger, it's, it's a, it's a national issue and, um, it's really the goal to like get out there and advocate for, um, policy change. And so that is a goal of mine. We're inching our way towards it. Talk about the school breakfast program. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, I want to, the, the goal is to start here in, in the Bay Area, ensuring that every child gets to go to school and have a breakfast program or a lunch program free of charge and then scale that out nationally. But it's it's insane to me that that is not already happening here. You you look at, you know, other places like Europe. These children are getting the most amazing lunches. Um, test scores are great. You know, ev- everything is better when um, your child is fed some sort of nutritious meal to start out their day. It really is the beginning means to a happy, healthy, thriving life. And so I feel like it starts there personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of wild to think about um, kids going to school and they're already in debt. Like they can't pay for yeah. their school lunches. Like yeah. how does that happen? Um, I actually yeah. experienced that as a, uh, as a young and growing up. Um, I would go to school and wouldn't be able to get a lunch because the account was in a deficit. And I just think that's insane. It just, it shouldn't be the case. So, and that's why we have eat, learn, play. And we're so excited about the work that you're, you're going to do, um, that you already are doing. And a lot of times when we're, we're out there, we're volunteering, we're giving back, um, we're doing it because it comes from the heart and maybe we don't even think about like one person we help five people that we help that we're making such a huge impact. Um, but for you, both of you, do you ever think about like how tremendous of an impact you're making, not just, um, you know, one kid, but like the entire, the entire Bay area and beyond? Um, yes. I think in terms of, um, just our experience, you know, being here in the Bay area, just the people that I get, I get to interact with, on and off the court in the arena, you know, in the community, all the stuff that the Warriors do in, in the community, trying to reach out and create that connection. You hear so many amazing stories um, of kids that are super, super talented, have amazing vision and potential, but the opportunity is they're staring off at it in the distance. I and mean, they, you know, it's like you're almost looking at the Salesforce tower and it seems like it's, you know, a hundred miles away. Might as well be because the opportunity isn't there. And so for, Every time you hear a story like that or, you know, go to uh, we had the opportunity to go to the East Oakland Boxing Academy, um, you know, over the holidays and be around, you know, motivated kids that found a place, a safe place to go to, uh, you know, after school to kind of invest in themselves. And there's so many great people that are, you know, investing in, in the youth as well. But just like think about just if they just had a simple opportunity to get to that next level from. Like Aisha mentioned, you know, going to school and being being fed so that they can, you know, be attentive and focused and energized in class. And then that leads to, you know, a safe place to play after school where it's not just, you know, being a part of sports, which, you know, how much sports can teach us about ourselves and and building confidence and community. But, you know, you're 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 actively playing and you're getting a benefit from that. And then on the back end, you think about, you know, their educational journey from whatever age through, you know, college completion, there's the total formula of, of creating healthy, happy childhoods and lives. And um, I think in terms of just where we are right now, um, the 1,000 kids that came to our launch event right downtown Oakland at Lake, Lake Merritt, and you just think about, you know, what impact they can have on the world. And I know it sounds kind of cliche, but, like, whatever we can do to give them just even – a, a step on, on the ladder that will go a long way and and uh, we all can feel good about our impact and our involvement in that process and giving back because we all had people in our lives you know the reason that we're all in this room we had people in our lives that looked out for us in some way shape or form and and like I used to say we can be that village um and it's uh very rewarding and impactful and I think it's it's the most selfless thing any of us can do uh, as we go as we go about our lives absolutely I know we're just going to keep clapping after every answer (laughs) so to be here on a Friday evening and to listen to these two and to be in their vibe versus reading anything in the news right now is probably (laughs) 
<laughs> extended <Right>. Christmas gift. <laughs> um, you know, you mentioned the uh, East Oakland Boxing Association, and I watched that clip. It involves Ellen, and yeah. of course, America's favorite <laughs> lesbian on TV. And yeah. I was quite jealous that you know <laughs> got to partner with Ellen. And anyway, so uh, you know, just the the truck. It, it was part of it was her holiday giveaway, yeah. right? And then so watching that truck and her in her cool suit and the Santa hat, and you pull up the with the truck and all these toys <laughs> and these these kids and the look on their faces, and then watching your both your interaction. I'm not a stalker or anything, but I do. I do. <laughs> I do. I do look at some of your videos on your Instagram, and it's almost like. You're the same that you are with your kids, with a lot of these kids that you meet out there. And um, I'd love to hear what you're hearing from kids directly. I think the the most consistent thing you hear is that, especially the kids in Oakland, they there's such a connection to anybody who shows up where they are and meets them where they are, you know, with whatever resource, nugget of wisdom, any like just a you know a grain of care and love like you you mentioned that word before and that's a real thing and so you take the the most extreme example of you know i don't even know how much money was in that that truck about products and stuff that we were able to give to those kids and and hopefully change lives in that process but i think just the the act of going to where they are and seeing them and, and making them feel special and cared about and that there's people out there fighting for them on a daily basis I don't think they get that message very often. And so that's the that's the impact of it beyond the material things and the opportunity. It's mostly just an encouragement that you know, we're human, we're we're we we matter and um there are people out there that are looking out for our best interests and I think there's an appreciation for that. So that's the that's the most rewarding thing that keeps the, the truck going down the highway for lack of a better yeah. term. And so I think for us that's uh that's huge. Yeah. Um I feel like you know, just like we all want to be heard in here, the kids want to be heard as well. And it's so it's so crazy to me because watching the show, I'm sure some people were like, oh, it's a truck full of iPads. <laughs> Great. And I think it's less what you hear and more what you see. So you see, you know, these tears in, in a child's eyes and, and then you realize, oh, it's not because of the iPad. Well, it's a little bit because of the iPad. But now... <laughs> Now, this child has access to an endless amount of educational apps and games that are going to help them further, you know, their education while they're there at East Oakland Boxing Association. And it's just going to open their minds and worlds to an endless amount of possibilities. And I think that there's power in that, that something like an iPad could possibly change um, the next few steps of a child's life. So. Mm-hmm. That leads me to the second pillar, which is learn. And you've done, you already have done a couple of things that are really great and amazing, such as, you know, helping kids, you know, fill out their college applications for the first time. We've talked a little bit about that before, but let's, let's talk about, you know, the learn part Absolutely. and your commitment to youths continuing their education. So I think I'll share the stats with you. Um, 12% of um, Oakland public school students graduate within six years of graduating high school. That's insane. 12, only 12%. And so clearly there's a lack of quality education and resources for um, children that just need, need an extra push. And so I'll let you talk a little bit about what's out there and who we've been partnering yeah, up with. I think uh, like I said that, that number is staggering, but in terms of you know, this part of the child's journey, it's extremely important. We all know that for us, it's a, a learning process in terms of how we really want to create impact right now. It's been around, you know, college application, uh, access and, and, uh, you know, further support once they get into college. There's, you know, two organizations that we work with, um, in the past year, College Trek, who, and, uh, EOIDC, the East Oakland Youth Development Center. Both have infrastructure to support kids as they go through the process to, you know, do their applications and, and even, you know, some support to, to even enter college. And then again, that, that, that support system and that, uh, that network to be able to, you know, see them through that, that process. Cause you know, college is a whole big world in and of its own. And, and, uh, 
you need that support even not just to get there but to get through it and so those two organizations are near and dear to the eat learn play you know team and um it's been amazing to, to we went to a college track to their offices right downtown oakland and, and watched about probably a hundred yeah. a little under a hundred um new college applicants second generation uh college applicants that were submitting their application that day and and I'll tell you what, like the energy in the in the room, like it made me want to go back to school just because it's like <laughs> they're uh, all, all the uh, applications are going in. They're all you know doing it at the same time and they kind of go up and they hit this button and they say, I've completed my process. They basically shout out to the whole room what they just accomplished. Yep. And it's a and celebration. Where they were going to be going. Yeah. And it's a celebration in terms of how big of a step that is and how they're not taking it for granted. They're going to take that opportunity and run with it. So um, for us, it's just about learning about how to really make an impact in that, in that space and, and partnering with the right, you know, uh, organizations and, and groups that are in the community attached to these kids and, and, uh, and support them how we can. Uh, you mentioned you know, Oakland and a lot of stats around Oakland. So it's obvious that you have a lot of love yeah. and, and care for Oakland specifically it's it's obvious, like you know, for for even someone like me who's just reading about it, that Oakland feels like an extended family to both of you. Let's talk about why Oakland is so important. Absolutely. You wanna- well, <laughs> we got to uh, got to drive a parade bus down uh, Broadway three times. <laughs> but downtown. But that's not humble brag. Humble that's brag. Not- Humble brag, sorry. I had to throw that in there. That's... Warriors, we need a little uplift right now. It's been yeah. good. It's been good. We'll be back. Um, no, nah, just it's our adoptive home. We were just babies coming out here. I think I was 21 when I got drafted, and Aisha was 20, and um, we didn't have any kids yet. We were just setting up life on our own, and, you know, again, like I said, where we came from, Oakland adopted us, and... Um, not just what we do on the quarter, you know, what Aisha's done in her business, but just there's just a, a culture and an energy and a, um, a realness about about Oakland that uh, we resonated with really, really, really well. And I think, you know, everywhere we go, again, I've heard some, you know, those, those connections, people, you know, just want to know a little bit about you and just support you and, 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 and celebrate you. And we want to do that for, for the city that's, that support us, you know, for these last 11 years this is where we, you know, we've raised our kids so far. And I think, uh, it's been, it's been an amazing journey just coming from North Carolina to out here and just, you know, understanding what Oakland's really about. Like that's a big jump. And for us, you know, um, wouldn't have it any other way. And so for us to have any opportunity to give back, um, to the to the city that has given us so much, it, it means a lot. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep tapping <laughs> for like 45 more minutes. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you want to add something? Yeah, sure. I mean, I think for me, it's where I became a mom. Um, we have three children now, um, and it's really where I. Once I became a mom, I started to notice. I thought she was. Oh, you thought there. she was. Only- yeah. No, she's. I think she's in the room. Our, <laughs> our oldest is here. She begged us to come. You know, you kind of tend to turn a blind eye to the things that are going on right in front of your face until you become a parent, and then your world opens up, and you're like, "Oh my goodness!" Um, and I think for me, wanting to to start our uh, foundation in Oakland was because that's where I noticed the need firsthand. Um, and you know, once our oldest got to the age to go to school, that's when I started becoming aware of the void that was around her and that, you know, the, the stats at the time were one in six children Mm -hmm. across the country were going to school hungry. And I was like, that could be the person she's sitting next to in class that's ridiculous. How do, how do we change this? And so it's really, it's the place that I, I'll never forget in our Jack London square apartment. We, I, <laughs> whoop, whoop. No. <laughs> we, we, uh, I, I just, I just realized the void. And, um, as a parent, you don't want to see any child in that situation. And so I just, you know, the seed was planted, um, and I needed to make an impact and make change. And so we don't yeah. have to, 
I don't want my daughter growing up and having children and having to think about that. I don't want anybody having to, to deal with that. And it's something that's, again, so solvable. And so why not start there? Why not start now? Thing, you know? Last thing I'll add to that is just the, the people that we've met that are, again, yeah. in the community doing the, the, the team and just the, the, the sense of responsibility and accountability for, you know, taking care of the community. There's so many, um, just powerful, special people. Some in this room, mm-hmm. I always talk about Regina Jackson from EOYDC, who's my favorite person, just in terms of like, just when you talk to her and you sense the passion about, like I just said, that the need that's there and how that, that she can go about attacking it and and just the success stories that, that come out of her program and programs alike, like it's it's really easy to get to get motivated and excited about what how special uh, the Bay Area is, but Oakland especially. Yeah. And I agree. I mean, I, you're both, you're putting Oakland on the map in today's time in terms of highlighting the issues that we really need to be talking about. And a lot of the issues, you, they're, they're national. We're not immune to mm-hmm. homelessness or the crisis that we're experiencing with displacement, mm-hmm. gentrification, and these things that, that impact you know communities of color. We really have a strong community here of people yeah. who are digging in and taking care of our communities and doing great work. So talking about some of the great people um, that you met, let's talk about you know the people that you want to partner with, uh, some other folks that you are continuing to partner with, and organizations that deserve to tell their stories. Absolutely. Um, do you want to take this one? I think, yeah, like you said, the power and um, what Eat, Learn, Play is and how we want to represent it is it is the power in the collective too, because like I said, it's not something we, we want to get in the program. We want to get into you know policy change, but our investment in organizations that are doing amazing work and kind of what you spoke on is it's about awareness, right? Like there's there's an ability for us to be able to have the you know the megaphone out and and I you know talk about the groups that we talked about before and go through the whole. This isn't about us, you know going down on all the receipts, but it's literally just saying uh, our ability to raise awareness on the issues that are at hand, the people that are doing the amazing work and where money can re- and, and time and resources can make a true instrumental you know, change is, is, is what we're about. And so I was thinking about our, our launch event I mentioned and, and working with Oakland Parks and Rec uh, group and, and their town camps that they have, you know, over the course of the summer and, we have almost a thousand kids at our, at our launch event. They're all a part of the town camps and, and like being able to support them and, and provide scholarships to have kids just be able to have access to eat, learn, play programming through, you know, those town camps over the summer, which are really, you know, trying times for kids at that, you know, developmental age when you're not in school and you're, you know, uh, parents are, are struggling to figure out exactly how, you know, how to keep the kids engaged and to, keep them safe over the course of those summer months, those opportunities are going to continue to influence every kid's chance to be successful. And so um, I think that process of identifying and, and vetting out those those organizations is what the power and the team that we have and then the networking and, and the ability to be in the community and kind of hear from the people that are in touch with where the needs are. And so that'll be an ongoing conversation and, and and an understanding and really proud of what we've done in the, you know, less than a year. And so that gives me and I know Aisha and our, our group a whole another level of excitement about what's to come for sure. Uh, you, uh, you talked about like, you know, your children mm-hmm. and, and you wanting them to grow up in a different world. And I think we all want that for the next generation, but like what would a more equal and, uh, you know, just world what would that look like for you if you were planning out the future not just for your own kids but all the kids out there I just feel like everybody should be afforded the same chances equal opportunity you know the chance to great education safe spaces to play you know and healthy nutritious meals I mean it's these fundamental things and it sounds so silly when you say them out loud but it's not and there's people that don't have any of that and so for me it would look like every child no matter what we ensure that they have access to all of those things um so that we're not there's it's 2020 there's no reason to leave it to luck for people when there's a world that we're able to change it for them and so it's I just yeah I like that one. Yeah, I, like I do that. too. I do too. I like that. 
by the way, Stefan, you know, um, I used to serve as a board president for San Francisco Pride, and it was during the, the, the years. And, and the most exciting thing ever was that we got two parades in the month of June in, in the San Francisco <laughs> Bay Area. So the, <laughs> but the greatest years were, you know, we, we, there would be the Warriors um, parade. And then, and then yeah, a couple days after, it would be the San Francisco Pride Parade. <laughs> so it was like millions of people just walking down the street <laughs> for a whole weekend. Um, and uh, a very proud moment at the same time. Just this feeling of being so so free and Mm -hmm. and so part of your world and and the bay area and our world and all these communities like coming together you both bring like so much fun this this aura of just um incredible fun and i know you do it with your children because again i watch videos on your (laughs) social media Um, totally fine And then I also witnessed it back there. Um, and oh yeah, you witnessed a lot back there. Yeah. Hi, Riley. Yeah. But I mean, are you are you always having fun and and especially with like when kids are around? And I'll add this: the holidays. You guys showed up to an event with over two thousand families in the Bay Area dressed as uh, yeah. the Grinch. And we went, we, we went all in. We went all in. Yeah. Uh, Christmas our, with the yeah. Curries is an awesome event that we do. Um, where we were at uh, Fox Theater in Oakland and um, we were able to serve over 500 families and yeah it's been the applause is yeah. not for us. It's for the people that support you know, our organization that give us the opportunity to create those experiences. And so uh, we really wanted to up the ante this year with that. So we did the prosthetics and I, I tried to do Everybody the Grinch voice and us. the whole deal. It didn't work. It, 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 did it, it worked for a little bit, right? Like, this is, you sure? Give me, come on. All right. <laughs> You can't you can't walk in with the Grinch with like this cameras and people all following. That's the, the, the easy tell. But anyway, uh, just to create that experience for the kids was amazing. Obviously, over the holiday season where there is so much need, you know, from a meal perspective. But we try to provide as many, uh, you know, resources possible and all the essentials. And, and uh, we had so many partners that came yes. together. I, I could run that list for a whole day. But. Yes. It was unbelievable, and so hopefully everyone that was a part of that felt special about what we were able to create, and that's only going to continue to get bigger and better. But fun is something that I think at this point in our in our relationship and our ability to kind of leverage everything that we have, um, we only want to do things that are that we're passionate about, that, like you said, we enjoy doing. And um, this is a, a labor of love in terms of, you know, committing as much time as possible. That's part of the reason why now is, is why you learn play yeah. is, is what it is because you don't just do this just to do it. You, you really get behind it and you put all that you can into, into, uh, making it successful for the people that you want to impact. And, and, uh, Aisha loves to say it's not about legacy. It's about impact. Like everybody has the opportunity, no matter what scale it is. To look back and say, yeah, I used every bit of uh, the resources that I had, the connections that I had, and the money that I had to to make a difference, and, and you feel good about that. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's been that's been a huge part of our journey for sure. Which makes you one of the most perfect couples, probably. Uh, like far, uh, far uh, from it. Far from it. I mean, relationship goals for sure. Um, <laughs> Amazing parents, right? Yeah. And you know that you're raising your your humans will grow up to be pretty caring, amazing humans who also have fun. We hope um, so, right? And cool. so I kind of want to stay on that. You've you met when you're teenagers, fourteen, fifteen years old, and the, then got together later in college. Mm-hmm. I'm, I really am not stalking you, you both. It's you, fine. <laughs> I think it's on Wikipedia. <laughs> I know I have this thing where I can remember just little tidbits. But what what I'm getting at is that you have a real sense of strong commitment to each other. And and now I feel like maybe the the mojo behind it all is uh, that you both have a lot of fun together. Is that that true, right? Right. (laughs) I mean, sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) What makes it all work? Depends on if you're golfing that day or not. I'm just joking. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No, yeah, you know, (laughs) yes, absolutely. We have fun together. I think, I think what it, what it is for us is we, we never want to get too comfortable. I said this the other day, but like people talk about 
get in the bag. Like, what? People, people, break it down, break it down. So I said this once before, but everybody talks about securing this bag, this like invisible bag of like wealth and luxury. And who cares about that when there are people starving? So it's like, you know, it's, we don't, we, we know that we're blessed. But we never want to get too comfortable in that. And so we feel like it's our duty and our mission to give back and to help the people around us and the people that have raised us and supported us so much over the years through our adulthood and now with our own family. We we wouldn't feel right. The world wouldn't be right if we weren't doing something to help make change and impact. So that's that's really what it is. It's not about while this is fun and it's it's a blessing to be able to see the shift yeah. um it's more so about just making sure that you know we have gratitude and are giving back to this beautiful place that has given so much to us and just uh, it's it's weird because we never it's it's very surreal like every day you wake up and you kind of think about like what life is and, and, and kind of your reality and you try to make sense of it all like everybody does. And I think for us, <clears throat> a part of like kind of what we stand for and, you know, how we represent our families and all that, Aisha is amazing at just the authenticity and realness about like what's going on in her head and being able to like relate to people, whatever level. And so like sometimes, you know, you got to be okay with how it's, it's received because, you know, people care what you have to say uh you're not going to please everybody but uh the biggest thing is about you know being real being true and authentic and being all right with that and i think everything that what elp you know represents is, is a manifestation of that and i think we all have a chance to be bold and, and courageous in terms of you know living that truth out and so i think that's a. Uh, that's important, and I've actually taken a lot of. I'm buttering up to you. I've taken a lot of, you know, uh, a lot of inspiration from that. For real, to be honest, like over the, being in the spotlight, it's not easy. It's not easy at all, um, and it's something that you take the good with the bad because there's way more good than bad. But we're all human at the same at the same token. So for us, uh, to your question, like it is a connection and a support between us two that makes it all work. It's not always perfect. Every day is you know, a new challenge, but um, the good and the fruits that come out of that, I think for us, are, it helps us make sense of this crazy world that we live in, for sure. They're just really amazing human oh, beings. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, which, my ne- I have a story to tell. Okay. So tell both of you, tell all of you, and then everyone else who's watching this right now. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, when I was growing up, it was like middle school, and uh, I really wanted to play basketball. <laughs> but, but I, you know, um, seventh, eighth grade, I go to Foot Locker, and I want these basketball shoes so bad, right? But they didn't have my size. The Currys weren't out yet. Yeah, the Currys. I, know, I was like, you mean they weren't oh. under armors? <gasps> close, close, close. No, but, but, but they are now, and, and, it, and, 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 and and in a special way, and I'll tell, I'm telling you this story because I asked the woman, I said, can I try on these shoes? She said, they don't make them in your size. Mm-hmm. Um, they're obviously male basketball shoes. And I said, well, can I just try on the smallest size that you have anyway? Because I wanted these shoes so bad. And she was so annoyed with me. Like, they don't fit you. We don't make shoes, you know, <laughs> for little girls. And so I walked out of the footlocker so sad, and I tell my, my sister, my younger sister, and she's she's a year younger, but she's like 35 years older in spirit. <laughs> so she like waltzed back in there and was like, she wants to try on these shoes. You will let her try on these shoes. Anyway, she let me try on the shoes because uh, she got in trouble by the manager. <laughs> Fast forward, though, uh, to 2018, you know, a young girl writes to uh, you. I got you now. Yeah, yeah. I got you. <laughs> and asked why, uh, you know, the Currys, mm-hmm. basketball shoes, why they don't make them for girls. And you responded, but, like, in a way in which I wish I had that opportunity when I was her age. But before that, bef- before he responded, I said, ooh, she got you. <laughs> <laughs> what you gonna do? <laughs> You partnered with Under Armour and you made it happen. You, yeah. got, you got her, you know, the, the shoes are out. And tell us all about that because 
I mean, that's not every of, basketball yeah. star, you know, responds in that way. No, that's part about just listening and being open, and understanding. Like you don't have everything figured out, and so for for me. We, we did make him in her size. The problem was she was going on the website and looking under the girls section and my shoes weren't listed under the girls section. So her experience as a fan of mine, wanting to be a part of my story, wear my shoes, you know, there's a uh, sense of pride to be like, I'm going on the girls section. They make them for me. They're my size, like you said, and I get to rock them and, and feel good on the court and go, you know, shoot from 30 feet and, and try to try to you know live the dream. And so that's, when we, she wrote me a, a handwritten note, uh, Riley Morrison, she lives in, uh, in Napa and she, uh, she's nine at the time and she wrote me a letter telling me about her experience, how frustrating it was to, you know, have to go to the boys section to find her size. This is something that Under Armour and myself should, should try to fix. And so part of like her experience, I took a couple of days to call Under Armour, um, make sure that we can do something about it, make the switch, make sure that they were labeled correctly on the website. I wrote her handwritten note back. Uh, we probably saw it. I posted it back to her to let her story be known to the world that we were trying to fix, you know, an issue that was kind of taken for granted for, you know, at the beginning. And part of the understanding of, you know, how we can leverage opportunities like this to make a true impact Riley Morrison's story, her writing a handwritten note, changing the labeling of my shoes on the Under Armour site, led to her designing the sock liner for my Curry 6 International Women's Day shoe that she personally hand-drew. All of the uh, money that was received on, on the, that, that signature shoe went to uh, donors' shoes to support all of the STEM programs throughout the Bay Area from last year. So it's like... The whole, the whole process and like just the benefit of like being able to just again hear her story and figure out all right, how can we really make a true impact. Like Riley gets to now grow up and know that she impacted other kids' lives because she was bold enough to speak up. And thankfully, I had partners that were courageous and quick enough to to listen and make a change and. That impact's crazy. So that, that's how we try to leverage all the relationships and partners that believe in us uh, to go out and, and do some, some pretty cool things. Yeah. That was cool. But also a strong message to all the young little girls out there that they can be equal as well. Again, another amazing thing that it's part of your foundation, that's also part of your core values. Uh, you got two girls. Uh, well, I shouldn't, in my world, we never want to put gender on top of everything as far as how they identify, at least uh, for now. And, and then a wife, a wife, but a wife who has five restaurants, two television shows, <laughs> um, a New York Times bestselling book, uh, and probably the list goes on. I can't list them all tonight because I have 23 minutes left, but also a mom. And so That's for, important. yes, yeah. For all the women here tonight, uh, those who identify as women who are also hardworking, career-oriented, a wonderful mom, and also moms who want to give back to their communities, Aisha would love to hear just how do you, one, how do you do it all, but but two, yeah, we'll start there. (laughs) I think the simplest answer is you just do it. (laughs) Um, I mean, I feel like all women know, like, you you have a child like you just do it something clicks in your brain and you're looking back on the time that you spent not as a parent and you're like what what was i what was i really doing with my time because i'm able to do this this and that now and raise these children like what what why couldn't somebody have told me to better use my time but i think you just do it and for me it's realizing that there's no such thing as balance it doesn't actually exist um and that we're all whoever you are, just running around like a chicken with your head cut off, trying to figure it out. So if we continue to realize they're all in the same coop, we're we're good. We can be headless chickens together. So it's like, that's where I find peace. It's like knowing nobody has it together. And like, let's just. Marshawn was right. Take care of your chickens. (laughs) Absolutely. What? You have to fill me in on this later. (laughs) Double on. I missed that one. (laughs) Fill me in on this later. Yeah, (laughs) I speak one language. Um, Shame on me. (laughs) 
<laughs> By the way, I, I did have a chance to go to International Smoke uh, just the other day. I wanted to channel, you know, I keep hearing from everyone who's met you, you in person, me. like kids and adults. I mean, uh, adults were running after you upstairs <laughs> earlier, uh, but who are just so fond of you and who keep saying like how honest, genuine and cool you both are. And so I, I wanted to, to, to really get to know you without having met you first. Uh-huh. So that's why I went to International Smoke. And um, I, I just want to say the, the oysters with the miso butter. Thank you. You yeah. like that? I, d- I told you. the woman who's, who served me the drink, I said, man, because she asked me, did you like it? I said, it was so velvety. What is that? <laughs> oh, yeah, but, you know, you. it was so wild because it served in this, uh, is it a clay pot? It's a, it's a really hot It's pot. a really, really hot cast iron skillet, and we put salt rocks on and get it real hot. So we pour this lemongrass tea and it like infuses the room. It's it's amazing. See, I told you. <laughs> I, anyway, I brought that up just because I mean you truly make great food Thank and you. you're so uh, conscientious of flavors. And when you you talk about food and then also with eat, learn, play, you also talk about how it's so important for people and kids to feel nourished. Yeah. And I just don't want people to walk out here thinking that, you know, just the work in itself is, is just about giving back because you care about this issue, but that you're also extremely passionate about food. Yeah, I really am. I, I think I realized at a young age what a vessel it was for change um, and how much it brought people together. Um, so I grew up in this big, Jamaican household. My grandma's like a six foot tall Jamaican woman. She still has her accent. It's amazing. Um, but they would prepare food and people, neighbors, strangers would come over and eat, um, because they enjoyed it so much. But I noticed people started to build relationships and they started to communicate. And then within those lines of communication, they started to make change, small pockets of change, um, uh, regardless of what it was for. Um, and so I just realized like how powerful food is. Um, and that's why I'm so passionate about it. Um, it's universal. Um, and I'm, I'm also passionate about it because, um, you know, I believe that every kid adult should have access to food to be able to create that communication and that camaraderie and that sense of love, um, within food. So Very quickly, I assume your kids love your food as well. Most days. <laughs> Most days. Oh. Well, you know, Eat, Learn, Play, uh, it, you just launched it last year, which it's not even a whole year yet. You've already done a whole lot. You've partnered with some great organizations, gave a lot of love to organizations here in the Bay Area, also partnered with some major celebrities. Who are some folks in your world? that you'd love to tap into who might have just as big of a platform. So, yeah. Like, you asking us his name drop? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, who could, you, that. <laughs> who could you text of all your oh, uh, boy. friends, you know, that, that also might. <laughs> I'm laughing because I, I talk about being surreal. Like, I don't know. It's just weird when you think about a guy that I looked up to and I know everybody probably in this room and around the country know how much of a uh, influential figure he is, but like President Obama is. Uh, I know I hate I hate name dropping, but it's a guy he's, uh, I've had a pleasure to get to know over the last four or five years personally. Sorry, playing golf sometimes, um, <laughs> but uh, in terms of what him and Michelle represent and. You know, the way that they've used their platform consistently yeah. to uplift people, to share, to share hope, inspiration, um, and put, you know, their money where their mouth is, um, you know, with what the Obama Foundation is doing. We've done some amazing things with, with that, uh, their organization, as well as My Brother's Keeper, um, which President Obama you know, founded when he was in office and, uh, I don't know if there's any other better example of, uh, you know, a couple, but also just two individuals that are extremely intelligent, extremely articulate, passionate, and have a vision for how they can impact and change the world. And, um, 
you know, like to be able to name drop and say, yeah, we know them. <laughs> it's <laughs> pretty, it's pretty cool, but it's, uh, it's more than, it's more than that. It's a, it's another sense of, uh, encouragement for what we're trying to do, uh, in our community and, you know, with the resources that we have available and, and a model for how to do it. Um, and, and to know that we have a, a, a long runway, hopefully to, to really figure this out. Like, you know, we, like you said, we're just getting started and, um, you know, a lot to learn, a lot to grow, but I think it, it's just been amazing to watch them and get to know them and understand, you know, what, what they're about. So how close are you? Like, do you have his phone number? I know how to get in touch with him. Let's say. Right. <laughs> <insane>. Wow. <laughs> and uh, I imagine, you know, Michelle. Yeah. It's her birthday today. It is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for that. <laughs> she's, she's, probably, she's probably watching the live stream right now on her birthday. No. Oh, I was like, oh man, sit up straight. She probably uh, is. She's like, yeah, make me so proud. That, that would be very sweet and really cool. But yeah, um, yeah I, I guess how could you top that? I would say that you top it with Michelle. Mm-hmm. Like I, that's what, that's what, so I, I would say it's the, the that's our couple goals, if you will. <laughs> um, even down to the way that they've raised their children. Mm-hmm. I mean, just being able to pick their brain and hear their, you know, values and morals and how they believe, you know, in sending them off. Like, they, they're really goals, you guys. <laughs> um, but I think for me, being a foodie, again, um, Michelle with her Let's Move campaign and just, you know, paying so much attention to healthy nutrition and being active, I think um, – is, is really admirable for me. And then the Global Girls Alliance, just everything she's doing is so fantastic. And so if we could, if we could make an ounce of impact and change, of the impact and change that they are making, I feel like we're one step in the right direction. So that's, that's the... Are you kids aware of like how, I mean, I'm sure of it, how incredible you are as mom and dad and how incredible you are as a, a championship basketball player and, and a two-time MVP. Was it three-time? I have to apologize. Basketball, since the time that they didn't give me the shoes, I <laughs> didn't play basketball <laughs> as much. That's but I do good. know that, That's you know. Good. Listen, I'm I, always so proud when no, we see you play. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I, I tried to play basketball in middle school. A couple of times, was feeling myself, <laughs> shot the ball in the wrong basket, lost the whole game, and that was the end of my career. It's fine. <laughs> I overcame that obstacle. Life is about stepping stones and building blocks, everybody. <laughs> it's fine. Good. But yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, do they... Or do they know? Do they talk about like? Uh, are they aware? Like all this work that you do, that you actually give back to the community. It's not just about like showing up on the courts or showing up at, a, at your restaurants or on being on camera or being hounded by people like me. I think I think they're they're aware to a certain extent. Um, not so much our our four year old and one year old, but Riley, who's here tonight, our seven and a half year old. Why she wanted she's, to come. Yeah, I th- that's why I think that's why she wanted to come tonight. She wants to understand where we're coming from a little bit more, and I, I really appreciate that passion from her at such a young age. And so we want to be able to nurture that in her, so that she can have a heart for good and for change when she, as she gets older as well. And so if she she wants to know anything about us, that's what I want her to take away from us as her parents, other than that we love her so much and love them so much. But that part of things, yes, they can know all the things. The other <laughs> stuff, keep it under wraps for a little <laughs> while longer. Um, all of us can be a part of this. All of us can Absolutely. be a part of, of your journey to end uh, child hunger, to ensure that children have an equal opportunity to go to school an equal opportunity to play and to be in sports and to be active and to be physical. And so that was a very poetic way of saying. That was nice. That was very nice. Yeah. Um, how can we support you? Because I think, you know, like you said, it all takes a village. All of us can get behind this. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. I, I think it's important first to say that um, we want everyone to know that we provide 100% of our oh, operational man. costs. Um, so everything that's donated goes directly to the cause. It doesn't fund anything that's going on behind the scenes. Um, so I think that that's important. 
Yeah, but I mean, it's just one, just the fact that you're here and and uh, willing to you know listen for an hour about what we're trying to do and uh, just let us paint the picture for how important ELP is to our hearts and. I know there's some people in the room that are already a part of the team and, and uh, we appreciate that support because obviously without, you know, the help of uh, trusted partners and friends and and uh, people that are getting of like mind, none of this would be possible. So we truly t- acknowledge that and, and are extremely grateful and appreciative of the people, you know, in the Bay Area that want to make a difference and are so selfless in that pursuit. I'm looking at you. Anil, Anil from Workday over here. So and just in terms of just like uh, being a part of, 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 of the vision and coming on that journey with us um, would mean a, a lot. And so, again, we're in our first year and uh, I think we've demonstrated what, what, is, what we're capable of and what's possible and how we can truly make a change. And it's going to continue even more so as we go forward. So it's uh again your time is 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 important your resources are important but just allowing us to be here to be you know you know champions for you in terms of what we're trying to do in the community that means so much so thank y'all very much i think for for me just like closing words on my end um, no, we're not closing yet. I just well, wanted to make sure that we ask folks <laughs> uh, to to support your organization. I should say absolutely. it's not a private foundation; it's, it's a nope. public one, right? Super and public, super public. <laughs> <laughs> Which means if you have a cell phone, all of you do. Um, I saw you t- taking selfies and all that stuff. So you should take them out again. You can take another selfie and then go to eatlearnplay.org and donate because we could all do that. Um, and uh, also, if you're with an organization or, or a corporation, yeah, can they reach out they to you? They can definitely or? reach out. I'm sure we can find – you can go to eLearnPlay.org and, and submit uh, the information there. We have an amazing team behind us that are, will respond and find a way to make that connection and uh, hopefully do some amazing work. So don't be bashful at all. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's the power in the collective. And I think for us – if there's anything that has uh, been demonstrated is the power of the team uh, with what the Warriors have done. I don't take myself too seriously to say I did it by myself. There's literally a, a group of people that uh, had shared values and, and, and knew the role that they were playing. And so the same thing we apply to everything that we do um, off the court. And uh, and that, that applies here. So in, just in terms of how, you know, how can we get the best team possible to go out and do some amazing work and all you guys have an opportunity and uh, a way to be a part of that. So I, that's, that's something that uh, we will continue to acknowledge and celebrate for mm-hmm. sure. Yep. Yeah. We tend to be very mild in our everyday life and asking people for favors and things. And this is definitely the only occasion in our lives where we have no remorse (laughs) 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 because we know what great change it it can help make and what an impact it's going to make in in the place that we all live in so were those closing words or no no okay good good okay yeah we'll save it we we have a a few minutes left but there are so many folks who wanted to ask ask questions i mean they don't get to ask questions tonight oh Um, Oh. (laughs) Dang. But I do know that I do know that um, it would yeah, it would hurt them. We folks. can take some questions. Yeah. I mean, we don't to. mind. I know. Is there some eager people that really want to ask a question? Is it, yeah, uh, Set like everyone up like that. Say what? Oh, not the basketball question. Not that question. <laughs> See, very that was soon, gonna be a question. I, I, tried, gonna, I tried. I tried. I was gonna throw a basketball question in there, like okay. I, I know, um, but I mean. Rick Welts got married. Yeah. Uh, Rick Welts is, yeah, that's, that's the extent of the basketball information that I know. But a lot of people (laughs) wanted to ask about, yes, your return and how you doing? How's the wrist? And it's, uh, it's been an interesting year all the way around, uh, to say the least. Um, obviously we've been on an amazing five year journey and three championships to, to, uh, to speak of. And, uh, I think for us, Obviously, with the uh, there's a lot of excitement about the move to San Francisco uh, this year and how amazing Chase Center is, and it is amazing if you haven't been. It's um, 
it's something to see and and you know we're building that atmosphere that that we're accustomed to in in terms of what dub nation is uh and so you know right now uh it's obviously different and a lot of injuries myself clay um and a lot of young guys but we're building and uh it's going to be exciting to kind of see where where the next you know four to five year run takes us so this will be fine I'm, i'm hopefully back uh in march at some point to get on the floor and uh get back out there with my team is killing me to to be out but uh you know a little uh a little mental and physical rest and, and recovery uh after this last five years is is I'll take advantage of it for sure so um yeah it's it's been weird been weird but uh we'll be back I like to say like things can't bloom without a little rain mm. so a little rain never you dropping some gems tonight <laughs> I think we still yeah. need to find out the thing about taking care of the chickens. You didn't, uh, so Marshawn Lynch. Uh, I know there's 49er fans in here, probably. <laughs> Shout out to them. They're going to get it done on Sunday. But uh, Marshawn was talking about after the game. He was actually giving some really good advice on uh, creating perspective for young guys, especially professional athletes, in terms of uh, – protecting their 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 mental uh health protecting their their bodies and taking you know investing in themselves while they have the the chance to be playing at that high level but to take care of their chickens and chickens referring to money so you only have a certain amount of time in the NFL NBA whatever to earn you know earn your 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 income take care of it so that when you're in retirement you can do amazing things like donate to eat learn play and <laughs> really make a, a true impact on the, <laughs> in the community so she said chickens take care of your chickens but she saw my different chickens that's, i just had to bring that's back genius because i would have said like kale or, spinach <laughs> or something <laughs> so that was say what he has it but i might have to call him <laughs> i'm gonna order some chicken for marshall yeah yes oh, absolutely sorry. oh wow yes good call the question oh, was the, uh, the the play. The play uh, you learned play. We talked a little bit about uh, playgrounds and, and making sure there's an opportunity mm-hmm. for kids to be active. Mm-hmm. But we should be specific. Mm-hmm. There, there is a plan to build more playgrounds and then also programs to get kids to be active, be in sports. Mm-hmm. Nine out of ten lower-income kids in the Oakland School District don't get the recommended 60 minutes of, of playtime. That's insane. And less than 20% of those kids aren't in any sort of uh, extracurricular active activity. So whether it be basketball, yes, organized sports. Thank you, honey. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) That's that's ridiculous. And again, I know I say this a lot, but very solvable. Um, But it's it's a domino effect. So that's why e-learn play is so important to us because it all starts with that healthy meal. They have a healthy meal. They're able to have higher brain function, focus in class, and then have the energy to go outside and play. And then where we come in is, you know, creating these safe spaces to play. Um, because imagine going home after a long day of school and you're hungry still, and there's not a park within five miles of your home. Um, or not a safe park for you to go to within five miles of your home. So that's really like the premise of play for us is to create these safe spaces for kids to play and encourage that active lifestyle. Mm -hmm. We did in in Oakland uh, in Concordia Park, uh, able to do a court refurbishment there. Uh, Oakland Parks and Rec has been a huge help in that respect. Um, Like she said, just being able, like for me personally, you talk about passions, like I know how much competition and camaraderie and that uh, element creates, again, self-confidence. It opens you up to people, kids from different backgrounds, different interests, uh, like, you know, being out just out outside. And, you know, in today's age, obviously, with, you know, a tech-hungry world, that's obviously important, but you have to have that balance. And for kids, you want to make sure you, you protect that as much as possible. And so if, if we can create those safe places and then partner with, with uh, programs that are – or organizations that are creating programming – uh, for kids to be involved with and giving them that perspective at a young age that they can carry through. Whether they play professional sports or not, that's not that's not the issue. It's about just all that you can learn by playing, uh, you know, sports at a, at a young age uh, would, would mean a lot. So that's uh, that's the goal. 
I want to tell you both, um, I'm that kid that you're changing, you know, their, their lives today. And, and it would have meant the world to me if 15 years ago that I had two mentors like you. I uh, went to school hungry. I went to school ashamed that I was hungry. I couldn't play a sport because the truth was actually I was never going to buy the shoes. I couldn't afford it. And then sports had become so expensive. And then, you know, fast forward, here I am sitting next to both of you. Uh, <laughs> you made this adult dream come true, but you're making the young Michelle Miao's dream come true and an equal playing field, an equal opportunity for for everyone who might have, you know, been growing up in the same um, background as me. And so thank you so much to both of you, you for you. Eat, Learn, Play, for thank being so much. Stefan and Aisha and uh, everything that you do for our community. Now is the time for those beautiful, brilliant last words if you haven't. <laughs> well, I didn't actually know what I was going to say. I was oh. just going to start talking. <laughs> but um, I guess I would love to, first of all, thank you for yes, saying that. Yes, thank you, um, yeah. It's amazing. Um, that I guess I want to leave everybody maybe a little uncomfortable um, with a couple of just sitting up here. I was thinking, wow, you know, as a parent, it takes a lot of hard work to even have the means to be able to discipline your children in the way that we all, a lot of us in this room may have grown up being disciplined by our parents. And just a couple of statements come to mind. Um, things like, you better finish your breakfast or you better clear that plate and eat your dinner or you don't go to school to socialize. You go there to get an education or put that phone down and get outside and go play with your friends. I think about statements like that and, you know, having the confidence as a parent to be able to discipline your children in that way, if we call it discipline or to nurture your children in that way. And I think about all of the parents um, that can't do that because their kids don't have a safe park to go to and they want to protect them and keep them in within the confines of their home or the education is not the best at the school that they're going to or they can't they simply can't afford to send their child to school with a breakfast that is devastating and so I guess I just encourage you all to put yourself in not in the kids shoes but in the shoes of the parents who are doing what they can but just need a little bit of help and they need that village know that you can be that for them um, and that we're here to support that along with all of our partners and all of the um, organizations out there that are already doing such great things and that we're going to bring everybody together and amplify this thing and blow it up and hopefully change the course of a lot of um, young people's lives. So thank you for being here. Give a great big, big thanks again to Steph and Aisha Curry, uh, co-founders of Eat, Learn, Play. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thank Thank you. You. That is. That concludes the second oh, yeah. of the Equality Series. Thank you to Salesforce. Thank you to Alaska Airlines. Thank you to the Commonwealth Club. Thank you to all of you for making our Friday night so amazing. Remember, you can go to eatlearnplay.org to support this incredible work. You can make the donation right now, and uh, I, I could take checks for them if you'd like. <laughs> we're going to yeah. take a selfie yeah. right quick. Yeah. Well, you we guys to, we're going to have some fun while, we, while we're Wait, here, too. Wait, what? Do I get I yeah, can, can I get in? We got to oh, kneel yeah. down. You're getting in. We I'm, I'm going to try to get everybody. We got to kneel Let's down, right? Works. Yes. All right, here we go. I see everybody back there. What's up? Ah! There we go. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much.